Welcome to Amici, news and insights from the New York Judiciary and the Unified Court System. I'm John Carr. New York State has an urgent need for court officers, especially in the upstate districts. And that means there's a wonderful opportunity right now for someone who might just have what it takes to join this prestigious law enforcement agency. The court system will be administering the New York State Court Officer Trainee Examination at test centers statewide between April 15th and June 10th. Online applications must be filed by Wednesday, February 26th. Today we're joined by Captain Vanetta Anderton, a career court officer now assigned to the Court Officer Academy in Brooklyn. Captain, thank you for joining us today. And just to start off, if I may speak on a, a personal level, um, I just wanted to thank you and the court officers for what you do. I, I know from personal experience how many dangerous situations you've diffused. I know there have been probably more instances of instances where you've saved people's lives. I know of judges who had heart attacks and they are around today because a court officer was there. What I don't know and what you don't know is how many tragedies you prevented by your very presence. And I appreciate that and I want to thank you for it. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Greatly appreciate it. Now first, I'd like to ask you, um, when, why, and how did you become a court officer? Okay, when, why, and how. So um, back in the mid-90s, I was um, getting out of the military, and (laughs) I had no idea of what a court officer was. And my brother told me about this job, actually. And he said, you really should take the test. You know, you're ex-military. You're going to be ex-military. I think it would be a great job for you to get into. So when the test came out, I applied for it, and I took the exam, and we fast-forward 20 years later, and here I am. Hmm. Are a lot of court officers former military people? I'm going to say not a lot. Not a lot. Compared to the numbers that come through, not a lot are ex-military, but we do have our fair share. So it's certainly not a majority and certainly not a prerequisite. Right. Definitely not. So what what do court officers do? What do court officers do? So basically, court officers, we're the uniform force of the courts, and we ensure that the court proceedings are conducted in a secure and an impartial atmosphere. Um, We provide security for the courthouses. We handle prisoners. We escort them from um, Department of Corrections or police custody to the courtrooms. Um, we handle juries. We supervise juries when we have a trial. We do carry firearms. We are armed. And, of course, we respond to any emergency situations uh, in or about the courthouses. We have the power to make arrests and many other things. It sounds like you're a police officer rather than, say, a security guard. We are law enforcement officers, definitely. We're not designated police officers. We are designated as peace officers. Our jurisdiction, unlike when we talk about police officers, let's say NYPD, for example, within the city, our jurisdiction is throughout the entire state of New York. So we have court officers that work as far as Buffalo, New York, and my powers don't stop once I leave the five boroughs. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Now, you mentioned that you're, you're armed. Have you ever had to use your weapon? I am armed. Um, thank God I've never had to use my weapon on this job or any other job. So that is a blessing in itself. 
my guess is that's more normal than abnormal, isn't it? To not use the weapon, mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. Now, so you came out of the military. You, you thought you might be interested in a, in, a, in a law enforcement field. Why this particular branch of law enforcement rather than any other? Um, for me personally, I, I feel that this is the, the best of, of both worlds. And what I mean by both worlds, when you think about New York City, you have Department of Corrections, you have the Police Department, you even have your, your New York State Troopers. And we kind of fall in between the middle of all of them. We, we're not out on patrol. We mainly work Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, call it selfish, but I like those hours as compared to a rotating shift or, you know, um, working nights on certain holidays so I know what days I'm off. I work in a courthouse. Um, I'm not just working with those individuals that are incarcerated. I'm also working with individuals that are at liberty, and not just criminals, just individuals that come into the courthouse that, that need help. So I think that I just feel like it's the best of, of both worlds when it comes down to law enforcement job. What are the requirements to become a court officer? Right now, because sometimes it changes, but I think for right now to be appointed, um, you have to be at least 20 and a half years of age. You have to be a United States citizen a resident of New York and possess a high school diploma or an equivalent and a New York State driver's license and you're all set. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what sort of a, a person or what sort of a personality is particularly suited not only to the vocation of law enforcement but, but the vocation of being of law enforcement within the courts? I think you need somebody that's pretty even tempered. You know, you are you're not just dealing with um, prisoners or individuals that are incarcerated. Because we have civil courts, because we have the family court, because we also work in a criminal court, you have to be able to deal with a myriad of, of individuals. So you have to be able to help. So you need to be very um, even-tempered, and you have to have a mindset that you, you want to help people, but also understand that there is a risk factor with working in the court system. What I've seen is, face it, when people come to court, they may be in the most traumatic, most Correct. personally stressful time of their life. Yes. And what I see from the court officers is not only um, maintaining order, but maintaining calm when other people maybe are... Anything but calm. Yeah. I mean, like you, like you mentioned, I mean, when we talk about individuals that are coming to court, they may be losing their children. They may be getting put out of their apartment. It's very, you know, stressful situation for those individuals, and they might be under a great amount of, you know, stress, emotional distress. So um, one of the first things that court officers are taught when they come through the court officers' academy is, you know, tactical communication, verbal judo, and dealing with people on how to de-escalate a situation and bring an individual down and, again, try to help them. And what does the training entail, and, and how long does it take to become a court officer? The training is four months. Uh, what does it entail? Um, what happens during the training, and how long does it take? So it takes four months, and what happens in those four months? Okay, so within those four months when you're at the Court Officers Academy, um, we break it down into different phases. So the first part is just 
you know, you coming in and you're getting all of your lectures. We, we build up. So you get your, like I mentioned, your verbal judo lectures. We teach you, we talk about handling emotionally disturbed people. We talk about domestic violence and just dealing with the individuals that you're going to come into contact with, general responsibility. Um, then we move into the tactical portion where we get into our intermediate weapons and our firearms training. Um, then we move further in and we just, you know, um, tie it all together mm-hmm. near the end. But it's, it's, it's a lot of training. It's very physical. Officers, you know, when you come into the, the, the academy, you should be um, in great physical shape because it's very demanding. There's a lot of defensive tactics, a lot of lectures. So you should be mentally and physically prepared when you come through the academy. So it sounds like you should go into the academy being physically fit and you're going to come out being more physically fit. Yes, you should be, definitely. Now, so when someone graduates, then what? Do they, do they have any say as to where they can go or could they be stationed anywhere from Lewiston to Long Island? If you are going to work within New York City, then you can be placed anywhere within the five boroughs, um, Long Island, or um, I believe Westchester, the Ninth Judicial District. Mm-hmm. If you're going to work upstate New York, that'll be anywhere between the third through the eighth judicial district. You don't really have a choice. You just get to pick if you're going to work in the um, upstate outer districts or if you're going to work downstate. And then from there, we, um, you know, fill in where where, where officers are needed. Mm-hmm. And then I, I would imagine as time goes on, you might have uh, different options. So for instance, let's say someone goes to the academy, someone from Syracuse goes to the academy, and they get stationed in Buffalo, um, but they'd like to go home to Syracuse at some point. Is it reasonable for them to think that someday they will have an opportunity? Yeah, there, you can always transfer. Mm-hmm. You can always put in a transfer, um, even if you work in New York City and you, let's say you get stationed in Brooklyn and you live in Long Island. So you can definitely put in a transfer. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you won't spend your whole career uh, doing the commute. But we find that many people, when they get to the courthouse that they were initially put in, they love it and they end up staying and the commute becomes, you know, nothing for them. What's the best way for someone to prepare for the exam? Um, the best way for someone to prepare for the written exam would be, it's reading comprehension, honestly. Hmm. So I always say that those individuals that recently came out of high school or are in college, recently graduated from college, I think the test would be um, pretty easy for them because it really is reading comprehension, common sense. And then, so if you pass that, are you then admitted to the academy? So it it doesn't quite work like that. So once you take the exam, the exam has to be scored. And then once the exam is scored and those individuals that pass the exam, they're given rank numbers. And then a list comes out. And you'll be contacted with your, your list number. And after that, you'll be scheduled for the first phase of the screening process. So there's a screening process that happens. And the first Part of that is a physical ability test where you have to come in and, of course, show that you are physically fit. There's a vision test. And then we take your fingerprints and move into the, the next phase, provided mm-hmm. you pass the physical ability test. Okay. And, and the second phase um, is a written and a, an oral psychological test that's done. And all this time you get your background investigation done. Oh, okay. 
And then to circle back to something we discussed before, so if you're thinking of going in, it's a good idea to be in as good a shape as you can at the start. Definitely. Just because you passed the written exam in the beginning, um, you have to realize that this is a physical job. You know, it's demanding in that in that aspect. So one of the first thing we do is we, we um, assess your physical ability. Mm -hmm. So you definitely need to be in shape. And that's the first part of, you know, moving on mm -hmm. to become a court officer trainee. Sure. Now, you've been with the court system how long now? Um, 20 years. I'm working 20 on 20 years. years. So I assume you think it's a good place to work. <laughs> um, it, it's definitely a, a good place to work. I have no complaints, none at all. Is it a congenial place to work? Is it, do you make good friends? Um, yes, there's a lot of um, camaraderie. I think if you recall what I mentioned before was that a lot of times people, if you live in Long Island but you get stationed in Kings County to work, that's a, a commute depending on what part of Long Island you live on. And, you know, the reason that individuals don't want to leave once they put a transfer in is because of the friends that they have made, the camaraderie that comes along with the job. You just love, you know, where you work. Mm -hmm. now you, you mentioned earlier that among the benefits of, of this field of law enforcement are the hours and the days. I mean, generally, it's Monday to Friday. Generally, it's 9 to 5. Does it also pay well? I think it pays well. Right As of right now, when recruits start out, I believe the hiring rate is, you know, um, maybe $50,000, somewhere around there, plus they get location pay, twenty like 20 paid vacations the first year, and it goes up from there. Um, 12 paid holidays. So it's it's pretty good. And I, and I want to put this out there. Although it's Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, we do have um, courts that work that go later. So we do have night court, and as you know, arraignments is open 24 hours, so mm -hmm. that goes into the evening. Mm -hmm. okay. Those are coveted spots. <laughs> I, I would imagine I would imagine that they are. Yeah, so, so very limited. <laughs> so I, I guess the next uh, step, if someone is intrigued and wants to pursue this, is to go online and fill out that application by Wednesday, February 26th, and take it from there. Exactly, yes. Kevin, thank, thank you so much for your time this afternoon, and, and again, thank you for your service. Thank you so much, John. Have a great day, and thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Amici. You'll find all of our recent podcasts on the Court Systems website at www.nycourts.gov. Most are also available in the iTunes podcast library and on SoundCloud. If you have a suggestion for an Amici podcast, please let me know. I'm John Carr, and I can be reached at 518 518- 453-8669. That's 518-453-8669. In the meantime, stay tuned.